this. Anyways, go ahead. You can introduce us. I am incredibly flustered right now. I can't believe you're napping. Uh, it kind of just hits me. And you just go to sleep. Okay. Go to sleep. Actually, I was actually putting the little kids to bed. And then you called me and woke me up while I was in the room with them. Um, they're sleeping. I'm sleeping. I wasn't supposed to be sleeping. I was supposed to be putting them to bed. Oh, you sleep. That's so sweet, though. Is it? It is. All right. An old lady. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fruitful Vine, or welcome for the first time. If this is your first time listening, I am one of your hosts, Tori Oglesby, and I'm in the company of Miss Sleeping Beauty herself, <laughs> Wendy from Plan Prep Pray. So how you doing, sleepy girl? Tired, clearly tired. Um, we just, just out here surviving, just just out here surviving, taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. Um, we were supposed to record at three o'clock, my time, two o'clock, her time. And I'm like waiting. It's like, I usually give her a couple minutes. It's like 3.10 and there's no Wendy. So I FaceTime her. She doesn't answer. And then she messages me and she's like, oh, I'm waking up from a nap. <laughs> 100%. Just like. Tori woke me up from my nap because I was out like a light, out like a light. Um, it's just so stressful. All the children, all the children. How, how far along are you? Uh, six, six months, six months. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I am I feel bad. I do feel bad for waking up a pregnant woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, right. I'll give you the sky. I knew you were sleeping, sleeping good. But I think you got a good little cat nap. You look refreshed. Yeah, just, you know, just woke up in my own, a pile of my own drool. (laughs) (laughs) What's new? What's going on? How's homeschool? How's last time you said, you know, those routines were kicking your butt. Are you feeling better with routines? How are you feeling? I mean, honestly, it's a day by day thing. I feel like some days are just like the bomb.com and some days are just like, yo, Wendy, you, your basement flooded. So, you know, you're just like living your best life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yes. that, was a, that was a lot. I enjoyed that on your Insta stories. You did. I'm so happy you enjoyed that. It, it was very entertaining. <laughs> but I was like, oh, every time I'm like, oh, so glad it's not me. It's like never in my life, like never. Number one, I've never had a basement. Number two, there was so much water. There's so much water. Like I, it's like a movie. Like I walked downstairs. I'm like, what? The Did it feel like that scene heck? from Titanic where Jack is like, or Rose is going down and all of a sudden the water's waist deep. <laughs> I'm like, this is not really happening right now you know like what is actually going on man man oh man yeah I that was you know and that's life like to quote the great Frank Sinatra that's life like it's always 
something. There is always, I was just talking to my sister and she was saying, it just seems like there's always something that I have to put money towards. There's always a birthday party. There's always a basement flood. There's always something. Yeah. My friend was like, welcome to home ownership. I'm just like, this sucks. Like, where's the landlord? Like, this is, this is a landlord moment. This is the moment where you call the landlord and you're like, dude, your basement is flooded. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And you need to come and fix this because I'm not fixing it. I don't like, know. Who's going to pay for all this? You yeah. should have had better toilet. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, we're really, really lucky. At one point, we thought that termites. So we bought our house not knowing that it is fully wood. Okay. Wood from the top to the bottom to all the sides, the whole house is wood. And so we bought it not knowing that. We thought it was just like wood siding, but like the rest was not wood. No, the whole house is wood, um, which is great. It's, it's really, really great. And this However, is house, the uh-huh. house you currently live in? My home yeah. in North Carolina. Yeah. However... <laughs> at one point we had a scare because we thought that termites had like completely ate like a whole chunk of it. We hired this guy. Thankfully, like there is not one site of a termite eating the house, but like had there been, that would have been a good check. And that would have been our first like, whoa, homeowners thing. So I get it, man. Home ownership is something else. Like, like I feel like you got to have like money out the wazoo. Um, to your uh, money has to have money. <laughs> I'm like, but thankfully, I had some friends show up and show out because um, Wendy ain't know what to do. Like she, like I walked downstairs, turned off the toilet walked right back upstairs because I'm like this ain't for me they they didn't be built me like that I, I'm not built for this <laughs> when so said, walked, this is not my problem this is not my problem <laughs> walked right back upstairs text her like what is this <laughs> I cannot she came to the house she took videos she t- she literally text the insurance guy for me because I'm like, what you want me to tell him? What wow. do you want me to tell him? She wow. texted him for me, sent him the video and everything. And then she's like, just do what he says. Wow. Like, I have to go bring my daughter to an appointment. You I'm can right do back. It. Just do it. Because she clearly, she could see this was a state of emergency. Wendy was not okay. You didn't know what to do. Girl, and you would think like hubby for to come home. He gonna he gonna be like, all right, we got this. This is what we're gonna do. He walks in, he like, oh <laughs> he like, I need a break. So both of y'all, both of y'all were just like, and no, this is not, this is not for us. But thankfully, thankfully they came through. Her husband got off of work. He came through. He was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to dry this. They brought, they brought vacuums and like, first of all, who knew there were two types of vacuums? 
not I said that apple pie. There's enough, there's a type of vacuum that sucks up water called 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 a wet vac. <laughs> called a wet vac. All right. They in there all night. Me, them, Sam, all of us just vacuuming up water from the carpet. That didn't work because. Our carpet is plush, girl. We got that good, good carpet, huh? Oh, wow. No, there's there's a negative side to having a very plush carpet. Bad choice. Bad choice. Should have went with the cheaper carpet. Cheaper carpet. Cheaper carpet dries when it gets wet. Plush yep. carpet stays wet. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, all night vacuuming and fans does nothing. Ooh. Next day they came back. We had to pull up all the carpet and that is the literal disaster that i'm sitting in right now as i record just like all the carpet lifted up but it's dry so no mold winning that's good winning uh it had gone underneath in the hallway underneath the walls <laughs> what kind of foolishness into the into the closet into the two bedrooms on the side into the laundry room into the main like it's just like Thank God you got a big basement. Just oh, to dry. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm glad you made it through. I'm glad you Girl, made it through. It's barely made it. Barely made it. You almost heard this news. So this woman died because she walked downstairs and found some water. <laughs> and that was it. That's what did her in. <laughs> that was the end of this woman. <laughs> oh man. Well. I haven't had anything dramatic like that happen over here. Um, and even if you did, you call the landlord to be like, mama, your basement flooded. Right, mom, there's a problem. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, yeah. I do miss, if this makes you feel better, I do just miss like the daily nuances of living in your house, your own home, like, I don't know. It's, it's simple things like um, I'm waiting. Turning on, like good. waking up in the morning, turning on my lamp and reading my Bible on my couch, and like those those little things that end up making your life those little routines and quirks that you decide to do in your home. I really miss it. I really, really miss it. We don't give enough like appreciation to the littlest mundane things. My coffee maker, I miss my coffee maker. My father has a dinosaur coffee maker, okay? It was around when the dinosaurs were around. And it just, it, I, I, I miss, I, there's just home. Home is a reason. Home is home for a reason and I miss it. So enjoy your home, flooded basements and all. And she she's yelling at a kid. <laughs> she's on her hair like it's an emergency. What's the emergency? And I tried. I TV. No. <laughs> wow, that was the emergency. Ooh, God help me with these children. <laughs> these children. And gotta love them. So <laughs> where are your kiddos? <laughs> where are my kiddos? Yes, listening. Not in. Not not here while you're recording. Yeah, no, I think Journey's upstairs in her room. I think the boys, oh, Teo's right there in the middle of the hallway on the iPad. Uh, Titus is somewhere on his Nintendo and Journey's probably watching TV or on her phone. Um, but we had a, after this, we're going to the library and we have a really good couple of days. I took like yesterday completely off 
threw away the books. Yeah, I mean, sure. We just played. We went, we ran errands. We went to Barnes and Nobles. We played at the park. We played board games. I was just like, I'm not doing another lesson on adjectives and verbs right now. (laughs) I'm not. You were done. You've reached your limit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I will say that made our pro- productivity today higher and greater. And I'm just so sick of not prioritizing play. So that is like my thing. Like I not even only for them, for me, I need to play like this is oh, the homeschool moms. We just carry so much. And um where did you go? I had a phone call and then it I see you. I see you. You still okay. Um, I just want to play more. Like I'm just ugh. I'm like I think it's balance. I think it's balance. I think that I don't think that people play enough though. No, even I, 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 at all. I think that we there are some that rest too much, dare I say, and there are some that don't rest at all. And I think we lack a lot of balance. Um, I think that like the model and the example that God has laid before us where it is like work and then rest is like super important, but I don't think we prioritize it. I think that even on our rest days, we use it more as catch-up days. And so, like you said, we don't, find enjoyment um, in our play and in our life. And um, it just leads to a lot of burnout, to be honest. Um, that's it like- It just leads to a lot of people and a lot of children stressed, stressed. and bored and, and anxious uninspired too. and Very anxious. anxious. Like you would not believe. I remember two years ago when I spoke at the Wonder here, um, homeschool conference, I spoke on play and the Holy Spirit miraculously made everybody speak on play. It was really cool. And the psychologist was saying that he's been using play to, with, um, his inmate, um, um, clients, I was about to say customers, clients and how like these grown men who are in jail, just play with him for an hour. And he was talking about all the benefits of it. And I just, it's, you look around, you look at every adult and especially I'm in the good old Midwest right now. So you look at every adult, you look at every um, child, all the children are even too worked from school. All the adults are too worked from work. And no, I'm like, no one's having a good time. No one is we're, we need, Oh, we need to laugh more. We need to jump more. We need to like for no, not, not to check it off, not to just to do it. Like, yes, life is hard. And I know the Lord promised like tribulation, right? But like, also there is an abundance of joy that we're allowed to take part in. And for some reason, I just, we've been just life and the society just makes us work, 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 be productive, be productive, be productive. And I just want to play more. So that's what the kids and I did. We played yesterday. Um, we've been playing every day a little bit with art. 
Um, and then we got lesson, like we do art first and then the lessons. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that it is so important to also find joy in work. I think that like a lot of the times we work unnecessarily hard in a lot of ways. Um, we don't incorporate much play or joy in our work. And so work becomes burnout and turmoil and, and hardships and all these things when, I mean, we were made to work um, and art is fun. So like incorporate it into your things that you have to do. Kids learn through play. That's work. And there's, a, and so incorporate it in the things that you have to, in the things that you do with your children. Um, I have a very public school um, mentality because that's how I was raised. And so um, public school is not necessarily very fun when it comes to school, when it comes to when it comes to play and comes to all those things. Um, so I really have had to retrain myself when it comes to how I teach things, when it comes to how I incorporate play in our school because of the fact that it doesn't come natural to me at all. I don't think I, it doesn't come natural to anybody who was raised traditionally through this system. It's not supposed to. There's a reason why so... that. There's a reason there's a reason why we're the way we are and it's to support the system that this world is. Um, and so yeah, I don't I don't think you're alone there. I just want to encourage mamas to go play and take back your laughter, take put you do enough work. I I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go out on a limb and say that People listening to this podcast most likely most likely work enough. They put in enough work. Um, go play, go laugh, go find something that just tickles you for no other reason, and just go play because I don't know. I feel like it made it elevated everyone's attitude. It elevated everybody's um, motivation, and it was just fun. It was just fun. So go play. That's my little spill. That's your spill. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but. It doesn't. And what we're talking about, oh, it's so heavy. It has nothing to do with play. <laughs> Wendy, you're going to have to leave this one. Take it away. I don't know how you want me to leave. It's like you don't know me and have never met me. Um, <laughs> great with your mama. So uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to tackle fruitful adult relationships. So relationships when it comes to us as parents or us as moms, us as adults, navigating it with our own parents um, and the fruitfulness in that. Um, I've actually had a lot of unhealthiness when it comes to um, my adult relationship, I've had to instill a lot of boundaries, um, because that for me personally, that transition between, um, that transition between adulthood or child being somebody's child 
and being somebody's mother was not perfect. It was not uh, refined well. And so in a lot of ways, I was kind of playing both roles at the same time and um, not really realizing that for this reason, a woman is to leave her mother's house and y'all know that Bible verse. Um, like, um, and, and I had a lot of issues in which uh, input from my mom or from outside voices was, was, uh, kind of dictating how I did things in my own home. And that was very, very negative in a lot of sense in, in a huge sense. Um, I have gotten to a point now where I've had to navigate boundaries and, um, kind of develop a whole new relationship when it comes to my mom and I, it's still a work in progress. It's still, um, something that is developing year by year. Um, but it is growing for the better in the sense that like, we are two adults having conversation with one seeking wisdom from the other, but not necessarily seeking, um, I don't know, how do I say that? Like her, tell me exactly how to do things. Um, but I still do value her wisdom. I feel like in today's culture, we, in a lot of ways, do not value the wisdom of older people that have been there before us. It's all about the new young generation and what they have to say and following after what they're doing. Um, so, but I, I 100% believe that at least for me, um, there's something to be learned from those that have been there before us. Um, so yeah, navigating that, um, I've had, I've had to go to my knees in prayer when it's come to the relationship with my mom, um, just really respectfully, not, um, respectfully establishing boundaries, if that makes sense. And that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> so we should say, we forgot to mention a lovely listener um, wanted us, requested that we talk about this subject. Um, and I find it such a fascinating subject um, because, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. I think that it's very hard, like you said, Wendy, to go from someone's child to someone's grown-up child, right? Who has, you know, when we become grown-ups, we have our own lives, we make our own decisions and, um, and we change a lot. Like I can honestly say from being a child to where I am at now, I have been many different women throughout that time. I think- And you became somebody wife and somebody mama too. Yeah, somebody's mama three times. So you're someone new each time, right? However many children you have. I think that uh, I also want to agree with what Wendy said. I think that there's so much wisdom from those who came before us. I don't listen to nobody who's younger than me and hasn't been through anything that I'm going through. Are you through. trying to get controversial up in here? I do not. I, I don't. This is supposed to be a light podcast. 
I don't, I don't listen to, I know I think young people have great ideas, but nothing beats You don't feel wisdom. like we should just ignore the old people and just listen to the, because they don't know what they're talking about. They're just old and No, 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 that's tired. not what I said. That's no, 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 I but I'm, I, I know mm. I'm saying, I'm playing the young person, oh, that, uh, uh, that they are just old and tired and that they, in a lot of ways, lack the new innovation and thought that comes from young people. Yeah. yeah and I, I actually totally agree with that. But what they don't lack in is wisdom. Like I do think like there's some things that my parents do and say, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then like, you know, I, I do think that some older <laughs> you guys, I should not be hosting this episode. <laughs> I'm like trying to, oh man. Um I just Okay, so I will say this. It is hard when you have changed so much as a person and your parents, your adult parents um, are, you know, they're the thing with older people is that sometimes they get stuck in their ways, right? They are who they are. And so it is hard to navigate that. It is so hard to navigate that. Um, And I'm currently in my parents' house and witnessing that and helping to navigate that. And I mean, I think that wisdom just teaches us to just at, at just be quiet at times. There's some battles with your parents that you're not going to win. Um, and well, I feel like there's know. some battles that just ain't your battles to fight in a lot of yeah, ways. That, that don't, don't, like, why fight. even put energy towards that? Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't know what a fruitful adult child, adult parent relationship looks like. You know what? <clears throat> I think that things have to be in order when it comes to adult child and um, adult parent relationships. I think that I, I like I said, I can only speak for myself and what I have been through and how I've come out of the other side, because I was at a point where I'm like, dude our relationship is probably ruined forever. Cause like, I can't, like, there's no way I can push past this. And for me, one of the things that have really truly allowed us to grow in our relationship and really just find this new love for one another. Well, at least on my part, just this deeper love and connection is boundaries is establishing boundaries is, um, <clears throat> of respect of boundaries. You know what I mean? If, I feel as if she doesn't push as much and I make walls, if that makes sense. And that has really helped for us to grow in our relationship and our love for one another and our respect, mutual respect for one another as well. Um, um, Cause I respect what she has to say. I, I, when she, when she speaks, she speaks from a place of experience. She speaks mm-hmm. from, from a, a different time that I've never been t- to, that I've never lived through. Um, and that says a lot, like there is wisdom to be gained from that. So um, much. yeah. Um, and I, and I have to respect that as an adult, I have to respect that as a, as a mother myself, who's going to have kids that I'm going to try to teach my wisdom too. I have to be like, look, I need to be able to receive this because I, I can't be surprised when my kids don't receive this. You know what I mean? And so 
Um, <clears throat> there's so much to be to be had and to be learned from her, but there had to be boundaries established. There had to be like, listen, as for me and my house, you know what I mean? Like there had to be those types of things in, instilled. And I'm not going to lie, living in her home, which I was living with my mom prior to this, um, living in her home, it wasn't possible. I don't know. I know people do it multi-generational. I've seen it. I've heard about it. I know people do it. Um, but for, for my Haitian mama, it was not possible for us to live in the same house and have clear set boundaries respected. Um, there was too much of, I know too much of your business. I'm all up in it, you know? Um, yeah, I, I was going to say, as you keep saying the word boundary, um, my boundary is the distance that I so luckily get to live. Luckily. <laughs> Um, I, I need that. I, that's something that this trip has taught me. There's a reason why the Lord moved me out as young as he did and, and put me somewhere. Um, I, I need that. There are some people that you can only love from a distance and have a healthy relationship with from a distance. And, and they probably feel the same way with me. Like I'm not, I'm cause I am their child that's like, y'all crazy. Like, this is a hot mess. I don't want to be here. Like, I, and you know, nobody wants, like, I, I definitely am, um, negative Nancy when it comes to how, how people do things here. And so they probably feel the same way. They're probably like, go back. We don't want you. Um, so I, I think for me, my, I think boundaries are key, Wendy. I think you're hitting it on the head with this. And I think that for some people, the boundary just might be like, because we don't talk to you that much because I need that boundary. Um, we don't come and visit because I need that boundary. Um, maybe I know somebody, a family member who um, is now living a sober life and um his family drinks a lot. Mm. And so a boundary he's had to made make is I don't, I do not go over there period. Yeah. Like it's okay. And do not feel like you're in the wrong or you're a bad person because you have such solid boundaries to protect yourself, to maybe to protect your children. Um, it's okay. Boundaries are okay. And Make your boundary very clear to the person who needs to that respect it. It's key. Yeah. That is key, y'all. That's where I had to go to prayer. Um, that's where I had to go to like deep, deep prayer for courage, dare I say? Because I am not talking to people is hard. I and I, I am a confrontation avoider. Okay. Yeah. There should be a sign on my head that says that. Um and <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing about you. And that's why I love to make you so uncomfortable. <laughs> like you and my husband both. But like, like that is the thing that like I don't like to do. And so I really had to take it to God in prayer. I really had to to ask for wisdom in how to approach it in a way that it would come out clear, concise, and not 
inappropriate. I mean, Haitians are very big on respect and, and respecting your elders. And, and even, even at 18, 20, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like just, you have, you have to respect them. Um, and so just really coming at it as a very appropriate way. Yes, baby. Um, coming, sorry, sorry. Y'all have children. Um, coming at it in a very respectful way that she would understand and that she would receive. And so I really had to take it to God in prayer. And I really had to, like, it wasn't just this one-time prayer and all of a sudden Superwoman came out and was like, Wendy finna go talk to her mama and she ain't gonna be scared. No, I was scared and I did it and it came out good. Um, not saying that that would be your experience, but it, it, it worked. It came out good. Um, and we have been able to grow from there. I would also say if you can give it, also be able to receive it. Um, I couldn't just say my peace, my boundaries, where I'm coming from, and then be like, you're going to take it or you're not going to take it. You want a relationship with me or not? No, it was it was a back and forth communication. Yes, I hear what you're saying, but when you do this, it makes me feel like this. And then I had to take ownership in my part and where I was going wrong and the things that I was doing, because just a little bit of Wendy, where Wendy goes wrong, Wendy's an avoider of confrontation. So what I do is I don't pick up the phone. I'll answer the phone. <laughs> so, so if I want, if I don't, if I don't want to talk about it, I just don't answer the phone. And sometimes people realize that you ain't answering their phone call and they get mad. And so when they come to you and they're like, you know, it really like it hurt my feelings when you're not answering my phone calls. It hurt my feelings when you're acting like this and you're doing this. You gotta man up just like you can you can you can dish it and you have to be like, you know, you're right, and I'm sorry. Um I, I shouldn't have done it that way. I should have just expressed to you how I was feeling in the time um, and how whatever made me feel. And so all that to say, communication, like anything in life, um, when having a fruitful relationship, when it comes, a fruitful adult relationship, when it comes to your parents, is a lot of respect more so than with anybody in my life. A lot of respect and a lot of communication because the thing is I love my mama I do I love her and I want to have a relationship with her and so because of that it's a give and take in a lot of ways yeah and if you know if you are handing out respect but you're not getting respect back again that's when you respectfully say your piece you set your boundary and you exit out the door (laughs) Like you, you have the right to do that. You don't have to just sit around and be disrespected. Um, And you don't have to act a fool because you're disrespected. You respectfully say your piece and you leave it at that. Um, But yeah, communication is key. I agree. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let me let us know, because clearly we're either still in the thick of it or have completely given up on it. Um, let, let us know. Or just don't have wisdom on it. <laughs> let us know in um, in Instagram, in the um, post, let us know, like, what are your tips on really having a fruitful adult relationship with your parents? Like, let's help one another out. Um, as usual, we never claim to have all the answers. We just brought it to the table. Amen.
Bye, y'all. Bye. Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>